She's a business mogul. Number one. And wellness expert. How can I help? And now Chantel Ray and her amazing guests are here to guide you on your wellness journey. Time to level up. Welcome to the Waste Away Podcast. You guys, I'm so excited to be doing some short clips each day with some of the health and fasting questions that you guys ask us all the time. These are going to be very short episodes answering very specific questions. Most of the time we have long episodes with one guest, but now I'm going to be answering some of your short individual questions. Enjoy. Hey guys, welcome again. And we now have Maggie Berghoff and she's going to be talking about intermittent fasting, our circadian rhythm and adrenal fatigue. So let's get started. For those people who haven't heard of you before, Maggie, tell us a little bit about yourself. Yeah, I'm so grateful to be here. I am a nurse practitioner by trade and I now do health consulting online. So I see clients from all around the world and I really specialize in peak performance. Awesome. Um, well, let's talk about when you think that, you know, intermittent fasting is great. And then when you think, you know what, there are certain times in your life where you should just put intermittent fasting to bed for a little while. Talk about that. Yeah. So I think fasting is amazing for the mitochondrial benefits, also for structure. A lot of my busy entrepreneurs, it really helps them to really structure their day. So I do think that it helps with a lot of things that people are worried about, such as energy, weight loss, and so forth. Um, the one part that I would say to kind of hold back on is if you are in a severe state of autoimmune disease or like you're waking up and you're so tired, you can hardly drive to get through the day, put a pause on intermittent fasting. And actually I would just rather you wake up, nourish your body, think of what you can add in to boost nutrient levels, to get energy, to help your thyroid health, um, instead of waiting for that meal, because you're waking up on E and we don't want to put you further down on E. We want to actually fuel your body. Okay, so let's talk about somebody who has massive fatigue. Like mm -hmm. I'm hearing um, brain fog and fatigue are kind of the two things that people are really, really struggling with a lot. A lot of the questions I'm seeing with people. So if you had to give kind of your top five tips on fatigue and just that brain fog, what would be those tips for people? Number one, get testing done to know why you are tired, why you have brain fog. And don't just blame it on because you have kids or because you're stressed at work. Because if those things are present, that stress that is maybe causing the fatigue in your mind, there's definitely damage that has been done inside. So we need to know what damage is done so we can help you to get energy again to feel better. So what tests do you usually do on people when, when you see them that kind of shows you, these are like some of the options where you go, okay, here's a red flag, here's a red flag, here's a red flag. Well, one in this particular instance related to fasting and metabolic rates is a food intolerance or a Nutrivel panel. Actually, I do food intolerance tests as well, but the Nutrivel panel that I do will test your metabolic and your energy cycles. So we can see exactly at what points there may be abnormalities that is keeping your ATP energy cycle from functioning fully. So when we know exactly what's going on there, are you a slow metabolizer, a fast metabolizer, or balanced, you have aluminum toxicity, et cetera, we can address those things. Okay. And expand on that. What is the ATP that you're talking about? Great. So ATP is the energy cells of our body. So mitochondria house the energy of our body. ATP produces energy. So when our body is stressed out, the, that energy cycle cannot function fully. So the best thing to do if you are fatigued or have adrenal fatigue or have brain fog is to 
allow your body not to stress out. So taking out the stressors, and it's not just psychological, it can be um, like environmental, it can be stress from the water you're drinking or stress from the food you're eating. Maybe it's stress from the amount of times a day you eat and that's where intermittent fasting may come in. Possibly for that person, if we, if we see from testing like what their actual inside is doing, their biochemical individuality, maybe their body is so stressed out just trying to eat their food and break it down and absorb it and we need to give their body pauses in times of period that they don't have to break down the food because if the body's not focusing on breaking down that food, it can focus its energy towards healing your body. And so would you say stress is the number one reason why people have issues with AD, ATP? Uh, you know, that is, a, that is one of the core ones. It's hard to say what the key thing is because it usually is a combination. It's, yeah, maybe they're stressed and also they're binge eating and also they're not sleeping correctly and also they're, you know, surrounding themselves with negative friends. So it's usually a combination of things that's really causing the energy reserves of the body to go down. Okay. All right. So what else, what, what else are you, what other tests are you going to do on somebody to say, I, I come in and I say, I'm exhausted. I have so much fatigue, so much brain fog. I can barely make it through the day. Food intolerance, hundred percent. So a lot of my clients come in and they've tried like elimination diets or food types of food removal type of things, or they haven't at all. But when we assess their food intolerance, meaning that we literally will have their blood drawn and they plot it out on a bunch of petri dishes and expose it to antigens, so like allergen type of things, and see if their body inflames to it. And remember when I was talking about those energy reserves, if your body's inflaming to lettuce, get it out so that your body can focus that energy instead of breaking down that lettuce towards healing its body. So that's one of the things that I get um, like most immediate results with my clients with is they're calling me or messaging me saying, oh my gosh, my anxiety has decreased by 75%. Oh my gosh, I slept through the night at last. And it's with these food intolerances being eliminated so the body can focus on healing. You guys, if you've been listening to my podcast, you know I've been talking about Masszymes, which is a digestive enzyme from Bioptimizers. And I want you to know that here's the thing. For me, having a digestive enzyme is a game changer because one of the biggest things that happens to me is I get really tired after my meal if I don't do it, and I have a problem with nutrient absorption. So if you could be eating the cleanest diet ever, but if you're not absorbing it, that's an issue. So this month, they're doing a really great special, and you're going to get a free bottle of the digestive enzymes from Bioptimizers. And so all you have to do is pay a nominal shipping fee. That's it. No other strings attached. It's the best thing ever. So get your free bottle of digestive enzymes. It's called Masszymes. Go to masszymes.com slash wasteaway free and use the coupon code wasteaway10. That's it. So masszymes.com slash wasteaway free. Use the coupon wasteaway10. It's awesome. So why do you think we are having so many food intolerances? And how long do you think that the food intolerance lasts? Because I know for me personally, I've taken different food intolerance tests and they all say different things. So literally I'll take one, it'll say you're intolerant to this. You take it again a couple months later and none of those same foods are on there. Now it's a, another list. So explain why is that? So your food intolerances do change. Remember, you have food intolerance most likely, well, one, it stems because your body's not breaking down, absorbing, and using food properly. 
Two, you may be eating toxic food. So like the chemicals that are sprayed on our foods are really hard for our body. So if you are eating, you know, food that's not organic or at, at a restaurant, it can be doing damage. And that damage allows there to be little holes in our gut lining, which allows food to escape those holes. And when food escapes those holes, it's called leaky gut. That's the body attacks those foods as foreign because it's not supposed to be there. So that being said, when you have a food intolerance, they change because the things that your body reacts to change. What I recommend is you to eliminate your food intolerances for six months, six whole months, and just dedicate those six months fully to rebalancing that gut lining. Because remember, that's why it exists. We can't just take out the foods and then if the body's not fully rebalanced, put them back in and expect a different answer because the issues are still there. We have to reverse rebalance and heal the body so it can process foods in a healthy way. And is there any supplements that you've seen that have really improved with being tired or brain fog that you've seen that really kind of takes people to the next level? Well, it does depend on, again, what is going on chemically in their body. So the supplements, for example, I'll, I'll test their nutrient levels. So we know B vitamins are very essential in energy, but so is magnesium, so is ALA, so are all of these essential nutrients. And so by testing what levels they have, I'm able to identify what supplement will help them have more energy because we're boosting those levels they're deficient in, if that makes sense. As a general rule of thumb, um, I think that people do really good with like antioxidant-packed green juices, red juices. Um, there are different powders on the market. Of course, I don't like ones that have added sugar and I like all organic, but if we have a big dose of a bunch of green vegetables, it helps supply our body with that energy. Now, I know that right now you're not fasting um, as much because you just had a baby. Congratulations. Thank you. Um, so usually, when are you breastfeeding right now? So I actually just stopped breastfeeding. Okay. So what do you suggest when somebody is breastfeeding? Do you say, listen, don't do fasting during the time that you're doing? I know when I was breastfeeding, that was the hungriest I've ever been in my entire life. Like you could not keep food around. I was eating everything when I was breastfeeding and I've, I never felt more ravenous yep. when I was breastfeeding. Did you feel that way? Exactly the same way. People would ask me, this is my second child. And people are always asking like, what are your cravings during pregnancy? And honestly, it's not pregnancy. It's breastfeeding that I'm ravenous and I'm craving. And it's because it takes a lot of energy for the body to produce milk and then feed that human. And so in that instance, there's no way I would recommend a diet or fasting or anything like that. In fact, the opposite. I recommend you to add as much healthy, nourishing things in your diet as your body needs. So if you are feeling starving, eat, but make sure that you're eating nourishing foods that are going to give your body true energy rather than like a sugar or a carbohydrate that we want to go towards in that moment that is going to cause insulin spikes and hormonal imbalances. So what is the window that you suggest people do when they, let's say they're not pregnant and they didn't just have a baby, what is the fasting window that you think is the most beneficial? Well, I think to keep it simple, choosing eight hours that are best for your schedule is a really good place to start. Eight hours to eat. So if you wake up, you know, because you have to get to work at 6 a.m., so you're waking up maybe at 5 a.m. or something, your eating window may be different than somebody else who wakes up at 8 a.m. because you may be needing energy quicker than those people. Similarly, if you are home, you know, ready to wind down at 4 p.m., that may be an okay dinner time, whereas some people get home, you know, at 9 p.m. So it really just depends on the person. 
but I would say choose eight hours that like choose when you want to start eating and say that's 11 o'clock. And um, this is typical for me when I am intermittent fasting, usually I do 11 to seven. So at 11 o'clock, I have my first meal, seven o'clock, I have my last meal, it's a couple hours before bedtime. And then I plan within that time, I don't just eat and I wouldn't recommend just eat whatever you want within those eight hours, that's not how it works. We still need to just focus on eating normal balanced meals within that time. And of course that are nourishing, but that's the best like dip your toes in the water kind of thing. And then one upgrade from that, I would recommend playing around with even a weekly water fast or, or um, liquid fast where you are giving your gut a total break that day from digesting actual food. Okay. And have you done any of those one day fasts? Yeah. In fact, so I'm not right now because of the breastfeeding and the child and everything, but my husband does every single week, once a week, he does liquids or just water, which has been really helpful during the liquid phase. What um, I encourage is more of like a healthy bone broth, but make sure it's the one that is healthy, not one filled with, you know, chemicals and whatnot, but a healthy bone broth, uh, green juice powder, red juice powder. I'm saying powder because the brand that we use is called Organifi and it's a powder form. Um, and it usually has less sugar than the kinds that are canned on the, on the market, like the bottles that usually have less things in them. So that's why you can just flood your body with those nutrients during those days. Now, on days where you say, let, let's say someone wanted to do a two-day water fast and they get to the point where they're like, you know what, you know, I had great intentions, um, I'm not going to be able to make it all the way through. Um, is there any tips that you have for people to kind of be able to take it to that, let's say, you know, they've gone 36 hours and they wanted to go 48 hours and they're kind of getting into a lull. Do you have any like tips to kind of go, okay, take a little bit of this or do this. This really kind of helps you take it a little bit farther. Well, this, it would break your fast. If you are fasting, fasting, which means that you are not having calories, it will break your fast to do this. But if you are just trying to do liquids during that time, um, having a smoothie with some healthy fats in it is going to help get you over that curb. Also avoiding, for me personally, and for many of my clients, avoiding just like sitting around doing nothing on those fasting days. It's kind of, it seems contraindicated, con, uh, conflicting or whatever, but on those days that we're fasting, I actually encourage people to like pile them and be really busy so that you're not sitting there on the couch thinking about like, oh, I'm really hungry, I'm really hungry. You're busy, you're doing things, you're being productive. Maybe it's a self-care day and you go to the spa for the day or something like that. Mm. Yeah, that's great, I love that. Any other tips for people when, as far as any other supplements or any other things that you found that uh, any electrolytes or anything that you say, this has really taken my health to the next level? So I do like electrolytes. You can do electrolyte water, which is, you know, a pinch of sea salt in it and some squeezed lemon juice. Um, but there is one brand, and I'm not, by the way, name dropping these brands because I'm affiliated. It's just what I personally use. It's called Ultima, U-L-T-I-M-A, and it's a more organic electrolyte powder. And for me personally, sometimes I just get sick of drinking water, like plain water. And on those fasting days, this is a really good option to flavor my water with electrolytes. That's going to keep me hydrated. It has the flavor. It's yummy. And that's something that I do that I think is really helpful to make sure I boost my water intake. Um, now, let me ask you. You know, as far as like, you know, people always say like, you know, smart water and all these others that have electrolytes in it. Do you feel like the 
someone drinking a smart water while they're fasting is going to have enough electrolytes to be able to kind of help them to take it to the next level? Or do they need to do something like you said, where you're doing the Ultima replenisher? You really need that because the smart water is just not going to have as many electrolytes and trace min minerals that you need. Yeah, I think that the electrolyte powder and what you just mentioned, trace minerals, is what I was going to add on to that. There are trace mineral, mineral drops, and that is going to help you get more energy as well. So if you don't already have, like our water system and the one that I recommend, it's called reverse osmosis remineralized. And that's what we drink out of our, our sink spout. If you don't have remineralized water at your home already, or you're not purchasing mineralized water, you can get mineral drops to add in your water, and that will help your body's natural energy. Is it going to give you like a caffeine kick? No, but it's going to help your cells to have natural energy that's going to help you get through. So do you have a special brand on that trace minerals that you say that, hey, this, this is a good one for? Like, there is one on my website store, and I think it's called Fulvic Min Organic Fulvic Minerals, but I'm not sure exactly what brand it is. Awesome. Well, tell listeners where they can find you and follow you and find out more about you. Well, my website is maggieburgoff.com, which is just my name. And also I'm on Instagram at Maggie underscore Burgoff. And I love connecting with everybody over there. Awesome. Well, thank you so much for being on the show. We really appreciate it. Thanks for having me. It's awesome. And everyone else stay tuned for our next episode. Hey guys, thanks for listening to today's podcast. If you enjoy the podcast, it would mean the world to us for you to leave a review on iTunes to get this podcast out to others that may have the same questions that you do. And as always, if you have a question that you want answered, email those to questions at chantelrayway.com. Thanks again, and we'll see you next time.